Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This 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 show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in 3, 2, 1. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Welcome to another glorious edition of the Rated R Safety Show. Today is Monday, September the 14th of 2020, day 258 of the year, and only 108 days to go. Anyways, how are you doing today? Hopefully you were able to survive this lovely weekend that we did go about You are listening to the Rated R Safety Show. We are streaming live across the safety multiplex. I'm going to say multiplex. Yeah, multiplex. Yeah, multiplex. Yeah, did I say multiplex? I said multiplex. Anyways, we're coming across on the the different aspects of Safety FM. You can definitely take a listen to us on safetyfm.com, safetyfm.live, and you can watch us on the streaming video stuff on safetyfm.tv. If you're listening to us a little bit later inside of the day, that means you're probably more than likely listening to us via podcast, and that's perfectly fine as well. But the other portion is that we are streaming live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. As you already know, the way that the show works is kind of goes this way. From time to time, we open the phone lines. You get to call in, do whatever we're doing in regards to contest. That's normally how that goes. Or you can drop into our little comment box, normally mostly available via Twitch, Facebook, LinkedIn, and so on. Some of those different aspects. So if you want to come and hang out and do some of that, you're more than welcome on coming to do so. Uh, we do like to have the interaction from time to time. Uh, definitely some different things that happened inside of that interaction. 
it's not always the most prettiest thing, but we do get some random comments, good, bad, and indifferent, but you kind of already know that because you're already here and you are hanging out. So that's just what we got going on there. Anyways, we have been starting off the shows talking about some different things. So let me kind of give it to you from the reality standpoint. So what do I mean here? We do talk about some things that people don't want to talk about. So if you're easily offended, this might not be the show for you. Just wanted to give you the FYI ahead of time. And then the other portion is we do say some things that are not politically correct so just so you know ahead of time there anyways let's talk about what's trending because that's what we've been starting the shows off with over the last little bit so let's not make it any different here today let's talk about some of the hashtags that were trending over the weekend and here we go taking it from the very 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 top watermelon sugar was all over Twitter on Saturday night as Harry Styles fan attempted to keep the song at number one spot for the most requested song of the summer in direct competition with BTS hit song, Dynamite. Also another hashtag, making the sequences, which hashtag US Open was trending after Noami Osaka won her second title in three years at only 22 years of age. Social media users also made of the many masks of Osaka war during the tournament, highlighting a different black, a different black victim of racial injustice and police brutality. They included a plethora of different people that she did have on during that time. Another hashtag making the sequence was blue lives matters went viral after a gunman shot two officers who were sitting in their patrol vehicle in LA. While many shared the hashtag in outrage, other compared it to the BLM movement questioning why people can be outraged over police death, but not the death of black men killed by police. Later, it was revealed that the protesters blocked the entrance to the ER where the critical injured officers were taken. Many were shouting, I hope they fucking die. Wow, that's rough. That's rough stuff. Rough stuff for sure there. And then last but not least, hashtag cancel Netflix. I'm sure you saw this one. This one was definitely popular on Saturday. Netflix was trending on Saturdays as subscribers share their outrage over the movie's cuties. Yeah, you heard me correctly there. Cuties, which many refer to a soft core child porn. Netflix summarized the film as 11-year-old Amy starts to rebel against her conservative family traditions when she becomes fascinated with free-spirited dance crew. Ted Cruz has called for the Justice Department to investigate the filmmakers who determined whether they broke federal laws against the against the production and distribution of child pornography. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on there for sure as we do talk about it. So think about that as that is a port of the reference. So as we get here right now and today, let's talk about some feature story news because that's normally where we get you started. So let's get into that aspect and let's move forward. Here is the news on the Rising Star Safety Show. From feature story news in Washington, I'm Simon Marks. The issue of climate change moves center stage today in America's election campaign as President Trump visits California and Joe Biden vows to take the U.S. back into the Paris Climate Change Accords. Wildfires on America's Pacific coast are now being called a blowtorch over our states by the governor of Washington. In Oregon alone, the authorities are battling 30 separate blazes fueled by strong 
strong winds and searing temperatures. In California, where more than 20 people have died, Governor Gavin Newsom. Unprecedented uh, record temperatures, a heat dome that impacted the entire West Coast. Uh, we are dealing with the reality of some 14,000 lightning strikes. You have 150 plus million dead trees related to a five plus year historic drought in the state of California. Yes, I conclude climate change profoundly has impacted the reality that we're currently experiencing. President Trump has indicated that he believes more needs to be done to maintain forest land along the West Coast and continues to express skepticism that human behaviour is impacting the world's climate. David Cameron has become the fifth former British Prime Minister to criticise a government proposal to override the Brexit withdrawal agreement in a way that breaches international law. Parliamentarians will vote later today on the Internal Market Bill. From FSN's London Bureau, Benji Hire reports. The government claims the bill's designed to protect jobs and trade within the UK after the end of this year's transition period for leaving the EU. But David Cameron, the UK PM who resigned after the Brexit vote in 2016, has condemned the current Prime Minister Boris Johnson's decision to press on with the bill, despite it breaching international law. Well, passing an act of Parliament and then going on to break an international treaty obligation is the very, very last thing you should contemplate. His successor, Theresa May, and predecessors, Gordon Brown, Tony Blair and Sir John Major, have all expressed their disapproval at the plan. The South African government says it's tightening security for diplomats serving in the country after US intelligence claims that Iran has been plotting to assassinate the American ambassador. From FSN's Washington bureau, Nick Harper reports. News of the plan first came from the publication Politico in the United States. It said that U.S. government officials have reportedly been aware of a possible attempt against the ambassador Lana Marx's life since earlier this year. Well, the assassination is allegedly in retaliation for the Trump administration's decision to kill the top Iranian general, Qasem Soleimani. High-tech firm Oracle says it's beaten off competition by Microsoft and others to become TikTok's trusted technology partner in the US. It's unclear if that means they're buying the business. President Trump has threatened to shut it down on national security grounds. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. So I have to tell you, as I have been sitting here, over the last few moments, number one, I love the music playing in the background as the news was trying to go. But I have received 18 emails. Yeah, 18 emails. Because, you know, when you get put onto a chain of emails where people decide to respond back and then they do reply all and it goes to everybody and their brother. Yeah, that's one of those moments going on right now as we talk about it in real time. 18 emails. Ridiculous. Like the amount of ridiculousness in regards of the amount of emails for just stupid shit. I sometimes is mind boggling to me. Anyways, just felt like sharing that because certain things don't have to be reply all. Is that that difficult? I mean, I don't need to know that you're okay with a time frame. And I don't think everybody on the chain needs to know that too. <laughs> when it was out of a group thing. I don't know. I just don't get it. I don't get it at all. Please, if you're hearing me and I, you're, I mean, you see me part of this group email, take me off. I beg you, please remove me. Jeez, man. So stupid.
Anyways, let's go into some of the news of what's going on out there and talk about some of the different things as we can see them. Here we go. So talking from the very top of the shit list, here we go. Two of Los Angeles police officers are in critical condition after an assassination attempt by an unidentified shooter. The deputies were seated in their squad car when security footage shows the shooter approaching on foot, then spontaneously turning around to the passenger side of the car and firing inside. This was around a 7 p.m. local time. The deputies have identified as a 24-year-old man and a 31-year-old mother. Both had been on the job for over a year. Their situation is believed to remain in critical this remains are critical currently let's go through that no suspect has been identified but the los angeles sheriff's department is offering a hundred thousand dollars reward later protesters gathered at the, at the hospital where the deputies were being treated chanting we hope you fucking die while blocking the entrance to the emergency room i don't get it i truly don't get that story like what serves the purpose of that Let's be realistic. Not everything that's been going on has been perfect. We know that. I know that. We talk about this stuff all the time. But seriously, like you need to actually block this. Like you need to go ahead and turn around and do this. Like there's no, I mean, I just don't get it. It just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me whatsoever. Think about that for a brief moment. And let me see something real quick. I'm going to take caller number five on the line. We are going to give away the, let me see, the practice of learning. Caller number five right now here on the Rated R Safety Show.
You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's get you back and thank you for the phone call. That's for sure. Let's continue on and let's see what exactly is going on here. So let's continue a little bit about the news. A Florida college student was arrested last week after catching a Goliath grouper and then taking a picture of it instead of immediately releasing it. The fish is considered a critically endangered, according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration Fisheries. The 18-year-old was brought to the Stock Island Detention Center on a misdemeanor possession charge. He also was released after posting a $7,500 bond. So something to think about as we consider, you know, talking a little bit about the news here. That is just something to think about as we Listen, I mean, I swear some of the craziest stuff that we hear here talks about stuff going on in Florida. That's for sure. That is for sure. I mean, I don't think I would know the difference between a normal, normal fish and what's considered endangered. But then again, I don't do fishing. So maybe I should know that kind of stuff. Just something to think about. That's for sure. Anyways, let's continue. The Mexican Navy intercepted more than three tons of cocaine that was headed to New York City. According to the local Fox station in New York City, sailors seized the cocaine as it was being smuggled aboard a go-fast boat headed to the Caribbean Sea off the, off the seat of Montana, Quintero Ru in Mexico. The Mexican Navy had reportedly been tracking the boats in September the 1st. Three men were arrested and now face federal prosecution, according to the outlet. So there you go. A lot of information going on in that neck of the woods. That's something to consider. That is something to consider for sure. Anyways, let's continue down the path here. Continue, continue, continue. Man, I, I swell there's like a lot of hard hits today when it comes to the news. A lot of stuff, for sure. Anyways, COVID stat check. The number of confirmed cases are nearing 6.5 million in the U.S., which means about 98.02% of the total population of the United States does not have COVID. Not a smart-ass remark, just a remark for oversake of numbers. Worldwide, the number of confirmed cases is nearing 29 million. This means that 9963 Percent of the world does not have COVID-19. So there you go. A lot of information there. Just sharing to share information to have the discussion. That's something to talk about. Something to talk about for sure here. Anyways, hypertension is on the rise in the U.S. A recent study from the University of Alabama found that uncontrolled blood pressure rose about by, let's see, 10% in 2017 to 2018 compared to the several years prior. While high blood pressure is common, the condition is dangerous. According to the CDC, it increases the risk of heart disease or stroke. Those with hypertension may be at increased risk for severe illness from COVID-19. Researchers used the data from the U.S. National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey assessing any changes in blood pressure control among the U.S. adults from 1999 through 2018. Wow, that seemed like a lot of information in a very short period of time. Yeah, pregnant pause because I'm trying to choke myself over here. That's for sure. So what are you thinking when you hear stuff like this? So you as a safety pro normally already have a pretty stressful job. Have a job that's kind of, well, not the easiest to do. It is very stressful. So do you take a check into all these things of hypertension and all this kind of fun stuff? 
Or do you look at it and go, it's just part of the gig and we move? I don't know. I asked the question to ask the question. That's for sure. A lot of stuff going on there. So how do you guys control this? Do you take a look at all or do you just go, hey, um, it is what it is, my friend. And we just go from there. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, I'm seeing more and more information about this. So I don't know if I should talk about it some more. So we talked about it at the very beginning of the show, the trending thing. So let's talk about this a couple of times. This is not safety related. Well, it is and it isn't. So let's talk about it again. A new film on Netflix has sparked, we already talked about this, outrage on social media amid that it claims that its stars, primary young girls, are portrayed in a sexual manner. Cutie starred streaming on September the 9th, and since then, more than 200,000 tweets have been used in the hashtag of cancel Netflix and amid for a boycott focused on 11-year-old girls who join a dance crew in defiance of the family's wishes, Cutie premiered on Sundance earlier this year, winning Best Director Award. Opposition film began in August after it was promoted by Netflix with a poster which deferred substantially from the original French theatrical poster. This is according to MSN. So what are you thinking here? Because I know at the very beginning of the story of the actual of this new stories here, we went into some deep detail that some people are considering it almost like a soft core porn focusing on children. Now, do you think that this is one of these things that was not looked at before it was brought onto the service? Or do you think that they knew what they were doing? And now what does this make you feel about Netflix? Does this want you to run out and, you know, do the hashtag cancel Netflix and actually cancel it? Or what are you thinking here? I mean, there's a lot of weird stuff going on. I mean, you got that story that happened over the weekend. A lot of the hashtag stuff. Then all of a sudden, you know, Captain America became extremely more popular than he already was. Apparently there was an accidental, uh, slip tweet about the southern regions of his that probably shouldn't have been shown via picture friend of mine seemed very enthused about receiving you know the pick but i don't know i mean i take a look at i mean i don't take a look at it right but i look at this stuff and go what the hell's going on this weekend and of course people are losing their shit about this thing I'm not saying to go out there and, you know, look up Captain America and see what you find. But there's some people that are going out there doing that. There's also some people that are actually trying to push down the pick that was out there just to make sure that a lot of people don't actually get it. So whatever, just just a lot of crazy stuff. So how do you feel about this whole thing? Like, how do you look at this? Do you go back and go, okay, I'm going to cancel Netflix because of this movie on there. So then if you do cancel it, and they remove the movie, do you go back? I mean, I'll tell you, there's a lot of people that I know that actually have Netflix, and this is what they watch on the road because they travel for work. So what do you look at here? Do you go, okay, let's go ahead and cancel it? Or should they just remove the movie? And do you think hashtagging something is the way about doing stuff now? Anyways, let's continue. Warner Brothers has postponed the debut of superhero sequel Wonder Woman 
1984 until you ready now? Christmas. The film starring, you know, Gal Gadot had been scheduled for October the 2nd, but with many theaters still closed due to the pandemic, it will now be released on December 25th. Movie studios have been shuffling their schedules for months, for months, excuse me. As the industry tries to recover from the pandemic, which forced theaters around the world to shut down. So there you go. We got Michael Wolf telling us no going back. Cancel is forever. So there you go. No more going back to Netflix there. Thank you for the info. I don't know. There's a lot of strange things there. I mean, I remember, too, when 13 Reasons Why and not anything softcore porn there. But there was a lot of questionable themes in that show. A lot of people had some hesitations about what Netflix was doing at the time. And believe me, I'm not trying to make light of any of these situations, but it's definitely a conversation piece as we talk about it. Now, the interesting part is that you see something like that and you hear about this and then all of a sudden you don't know what to do. Some people say cancel. Some people say don't cancel. Some people say get out of it and let's not do anything whatsoever. Um, Not trying to avoid Wonder Woman. Sorry to hear the Wonder Woman's been pushed back for the third time. Now, going still down the chain of connection here with Netflix, Halle Berry says that she's speechless after scoring a $20 million deal with Netflix to distribute her directional directorial debut. Bruised. Barry both stars and directs the drama in which he portrays an embattled mixed martial arts fighter seeking redemption. On the eve of the premiere at the Toronto Film Festival on Saturday, Netflix boss secured global rights to the movie, which is screening as work in progress so there you go a lot of information there i don't know a lot of weird stuff going on with netflix anyway let's continue down um you're gonna have to make you are the end user interesting on how the only time that people refer to users is either drugs or software but anyways you're the end user when it comes to this yeah think about that one for a second You're going to have to make the determination if you want to continue on with Netflix or not. There's just no other way about it. Um, I I have mixed feelings. I have not seen Cuties. Um, So I don't know what to tell you. I've seen the preview. I saw a lot of motion over the weekend about it, but I saw the preview. I did not watch the movie. Um, The preview didn't, I don't know. This didn't seem like anything of interest to me, but I guess it's something that you need to make a determination. And if you really want to show how you're casting your vote with something, your dollar represents higher than anything else normally than what most people can do. Let's just be realistic when it comes to paying for services. Anyways, let's continue real quick. Louis Vuitton is launching a plastic face shield stamped with the LV print. The New York Times reports that those wanting to splurge on the luxury personal protective equipment can do so. Are you ready for this? For $960. The coronavirus fighting couture aims to limit wearing exposure to potential contaminants with hard plastic shield that flips up like a visor. It will also transition from dark to light depending on the brightness levels of the outlet reports. The LV Shield will be available on October the 30th. Shit, right before Halloween as well. Look at that. Multi-purpose. So let's talk about that. $960 for a face shield with a Louis Vuitton 
logo on it. And I know for some people, they go, oh, $960, that's nothing. Okay, $960 is a lot of money to me. So, will you be um getting a $960 uh, Louis Vuitton bag, or excuse me, mask? I know that jokingly, a few days ago, I was going back and forth with somebody saying that Apple's going to put out a face mask and it was going to cost $1,000. Now, that was a joke as that was going back and forth, but shit, now I'm not even sure if that might be real. Just saying. But that's, I don't know, $960. I will tell you, I bought a mask that didn't cost anywhere close to that, and I thought it was kind of expensive starting off. But something that I... I don't know. And I don't, maybe I shouldn't feel so bad about it, but I wouldn't pay 960. Would you? Something to think about. That's for sure. But what the hell do I know? Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Okay, Tropical Storm Sally is strengthening and promoting her and prompting a hurricane and storm surge warnings for part of the northern Gulf Coast. A hurricane warning has been issued as of Sunday morning for parts of Louisiana and Mississippi with storm surge warnings or tropical storm warnings for Alabama and Florida. So there you go there. Officials in the New Orleans area have issued a mandatory evacuation order for areas outside of the levee protection, while Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards also declared a state of emergency. The National Hurricane Center is also monitoring Hurricane Paulette, which is moving closer to Bermuda. Wow, a lot of, lot of movement there, and I know that some people go, well, that's not affecting my area of the country, but you have to take a look at exactly what's going on all across the seaboards here, because I think it's definitely important as we talk about it. Let's get to a little bit more news after a brief pause. Azteca Zeneca and Oxford University have resumed clinical trials of their COVID-19 vaccine in the UK. The trial was put on hold while participant adverse reactions was investigated. An independent safety review committee and national regulatory reviews groups and safety data groups. And then they concluded on Saturday that trials will resume in the UK. No further information about the patient who fell ill was shared. So what do you think about this? I mean, we talked about it last week and I think we talked about it the week before that. But when you hear about all these vaccines that are being in trials how soon are you going to want to jump on one of these things once it becomes publicly available i mean i don't know i take a look around and go it's kind of crazy seeing the amount of stuff that's out there or that's potentially on the verge of hitting the market but i look at it and i go what do you do because a lot of people and i'm saying people because i don't have anything hardcore evidence are making the assumption, and I'm saying assumption here, that that is going to be required, meaning a vaccine, that you'll have to have a vaccine or proof that you've taken a vaccine for COVID-19 before you're able to do a lot of things. So is this something that you're going to be willing to jump on and do? Think about it for a brief moment, because it's definitely part of the conversation. Can't just be, ah, what is what it is? It's a legitimate question. Like, what do you do? Will you get it? And will you be concerned about all the potential side effects? 
I don't know. Something to think about. Anyways, let's continue real quick for sure. Duh. San Franciscans will vote on November on whether or not a 16-year-old can vote in local elections. The proposition, if passed, would be would make San Francisco the first major U.S. city to give the rights to a 16-year-old and a 17-year-old. Those in support of the measure say lowering the voting age will instill a lifelong habit of voting, while skeptics feel that those under 18 are not mature enough to make a rational decision at the voting booth. Similar proposal was introduced back in 2016, but failed to gain enough votes. So something to think about as we talk about it here, that's for sure. Because, man, what do you think? Would you, I don't know. Do you think 16 and 17 is too young to vote? Or do you look at it and go, no, they should be able to vote? I don't know. I always kind of feel that California does things ahead of of other places on when they start laying out the law of the land, of their land at least. So what do you think? Do you think it's crazy or do you think that it's worthwhile? Or do you think that they just that 16 and 17-year-olds don't have enough common sense at that time? Something that I'm asking something that i'm asking not saying that they're not just asking the question just want to make sure anyways let's continue as wildfires continue to ravage the west coast governor gavin newsom signed a bill allowing inmates of the california to help firefighters in exchange for their assistance the prisoner will have their records expunged once they're released many of these records include murderers rapists and ironically, people that have performed arson. So far, more than 3.1 million acres have been scorched. Over 6,300 structures have been destroyed. According to multiple reports, four arrests have been made in connection of the fires, including two men in Washington State, one man in Oregon, one woman in California. As of this past weekend, 33 deaths have been reported, 22 in California, 10 in Oregon, and one in Washington State. So, with about a dozen or others still missed, are showing as missing. So a lot of stuff there. So, I mean, that is going to bring some controversy. Let's just not lie about it. That you're saying you're going to expunge records to murders, murderers, rapists, and people that have performed arson. So what do you think about when you hear this? Now, think about it, and we talk about this very briefly, is that most safety departments are very particular on when they're going to hire somebody inside of their facilities or organizations. And they're very selective. So if you see, or you all of a sudden now these things are being expunged, how the hell is that going to work from where you're at? I mean, how do you look at it now? How do you go forward with that? Just something to think about, that's for sure. Because you can't just sit back and go, okay, cool, everything's copacetic, especially if you have a certain guidelines that you normally require for them to be met as you go forward. Something to think about, and that's for sure. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. This is Figer's Law. Here we go again. The Republicans are standing firm against raising the minimum wage. They say $15 an hour is too much to pay anybody. And that's not all. 
They say if you believe in paying a decent minimum wage, then you're a socialist. They say if you believe in eliminating the fear of going broke because of healthcare costs, you're Bernie Sanders. How come it's always the wealthiest among us who are against paying a decent wage or providing adequate health care insurance? A living wage and adequate health care insurance are so basic to a civilized society that it's incredible that we're the only country in the Western world that doesn't provide for them. Remember, if you don't stand for something, you end up standing for nothing. This is Figer's Law. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Yeah, if you double pump the button, it starts and it stops. Just wanted to reference that real quick. Anyways, let me tell you something real quick, totally off subject, and totally, if you did not know this, maybe you would want to know this, so here you go. Vinyl Records, here we go. The Record Industry Association of America reports that vinyl album revenues exceeded CD revenues for the first time since the 1980s. Vinyl sales of $232 million in the first six months of 2020 accounted for about 62% of the total revenue, while $129.9 million was spent in compact disc. Who knew? Who knew that was still a thing? I mean, I guess you kind of see more and more information lately when it comes to um, vinyl records being making the circuit, making, you know, saying on how much better the sound quality is. Now, where I always get kind of hung up is this. If you tell me to go out there and buy a vinyl record, and I do, and I play it, and I have a record player, but I'm using a USB to put it into my computer to play it out, isn't that analog to digital to digital out? So doesn't it kind of defeat the purpose? Now, I could be absolutely wrong here, so don't crucify me for asking the question. But I would go analog to digital to digital. Just a thought process. Anyways, let's go into some facts, some bare facts to be exact. More than half of the respondents of of a recent poll said that they sleep better when they are naked. Where are we going with this stuff today? And it, t- and it looks like the- they might be on to something. My fitness pal blog recently put together a list of benefits of sleeping in, sleeping in the all, well, sleeping in all together. Those benefits include better and faster sleep because of the effective temperature regulation, healthier skin and faster metabolism and a healthier self-esteem. That's right. Apparently sleeping in the buff promotes changes in your body. Not convinced yet? Another study found that those who sleep in the nude have sex about eight times per month. Nearly double of those who slept with clothes on. (laughs) Oh, Lord. I'm guessing those people have partners. Well, that normally does help. I used to sleep in the nude until one day my wife told me that my jammies are wrinkled. Well, that's that's good. (laughs) Sleeping naked must be healthy. When I fall asleep dressed... When I fall asleep and with my shoes on, I always seem to wake up the next day with a splitting headache. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so hear this directly from me as you hear it right now. David in the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, I said David in the Chocolate Factory. Willy Wonka was the first guy to come up with the idea of giving away his candy factory, but David Klein is doing the same thing, and he's actually the person with a real candy factory. Klein is holding treasure, a treasure hunt, and the winner gets a, mis- a mysterious factory. Yeah, you heard me correctly, for sure. You ready for this one as I continue forward? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Ah, uh, this mysterious factory is in Florida. How can you get on to how can you get on this? First, you must pay $49.99 to enter the treasure hunt, which takes place in every US state. Only 1,000 tickets are sold per state, and one player or family will find the golden ticket. Actually, the golden colored dog tag is really what it is in each state. Based on the riddle, they receive whoever finds the dog tag wins $5,000 with the grand prize, including full ownership of the building and candy making course at the University of Wisconsin, Madison. Whoever claims the candy factory can create their own company and Klein will offer his Content expertise if necessary. And he is an expert. He is also the inventor of jelly belly, jelly beans, jelly belly, jelly beans. For more details, find the golden ticket on social media. You can go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the gold ticket. So just so you're clear, no Oompa Loompas are included, even though I do probably know some Oompa Loompas in Florida. Oh, the suspense is terrible. (laughs) I hope it will last. If I won that, I'd be putting Dracula in charge of the blood bank. Oh, ignore these things. More sarcasm than Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, let's get back into some serious news. Let's get you into some information from the swamp. Former Democratic presidential candidate Mike Bloomberg said that he's also going to spend $100 million in the state of Florida in support of Joe Biden. His people say that hyper-targeted focus will allow the Democratic Party and Biden to campaign to spend more in other battlegrounds weighing in on the strategy president trump tweeted on sunday i thought mini mike was through with the democratic politics so there you go there you go anyways more information coming from the swampland here we go president trump has his eyes on re-election for 2024 what you heard me correctly there joking with to a crowd gathered in the nevada saturday night Mm-mm. After reelected in November, Trump quipped, "We'd probably, we probably based on where we are tr- on the way we're treated, we're probably entitled to another four years." That is, hey damn. Trump said frequently talked about abolishing the term limits for himself, but insists that he's goofing around. In June last year, Trump said that he made the remark that he'd Chuck Todd crazy in an interview with Mr. Todd. So there you go, a lot of stuff to think about. Speaking to. Jerry Pato on Fox News Saturday, President Trump had no remorse for the U.S. Marshals killing the man suspected of shooting a protester in cold blood in Portland last month. There has to be retribution, Trump said. 
It's also the way it has to be. Hours after the interview aired, Trump weighed in on shooting of the two Los Angeles Police Department officers who were shot in cold blood by a pedestrian gunman. Animals must be hit hard, Trump described the shooter, as well as anyone who attacks law enforcement. If the deputies dies, fast trial death penalty for the killer. Only way to stop this. This is what he posted. This was according to what the president said about the news story there. Think about that one for a brief moment. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, according to the lottery, as we saw the circuit occur, no winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing on Tuesday. So, excuse me, no no winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Tuesday's drawing will be for $119 million, and the jackpot will be for a $94.6 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing either. Wednesday's drawing will be for $94 million jackpot or $75.1 million cash payout. The options are yours. Anyways, we're finally seeing it again. We're able to talk once again about the box office, so let's go ahead and do that for a moment. Here we go, Stop taking in at the number five spot. Well, let me kind of give you um some info first before i do that select nationwide theaters have started opening their doors while many other low budget and largely unknown films are the ones that are playing someone were showing new releases so i'm going to give you some information about new releases at number five bill and ted's face the music for two hundred and sixty thousand dollars that was down from the number four spot from the previous week the broken heart gallery made 1.1 million dollars unhinged made 1.5 billion dollars the new mutant at number two made two million dollars and tenant was at 6.7 million dollars so i have to ask you the weird question here would you give any consideration about going to the movie theater currently with everything that's going on, I'm just asking the question to ask because I think that that's important. Something to consider for sure as we move forward here. So let's talk about some other stuff if you want to know. Here we go. New stuff that you didn't know. Your childhood dreams can come true. Pillsbury, Pillsbury has launched a new edible cookie dough across Canada and it's completely safe to eat raw. The stuff is made of heat treated flour and pasteurized eggs, which means that you can be eaten straight out of the tube. Oh, and you can bake it as well. Pillsbury Pillsbury says that it's an edible recipe takes the same as their tastes the same as their original stuff. So there you go. And then you can plan to transition all that cookie dough into an edible version by the end of the year. What? That sounds kind of gross, like you ever stopped to do before. Anyway, so I don't know. You know, a lot of stuff to think about from cookies. We were talking last week about losing weight. Now we're talking about eating plain cookie dough. What the hell's wrong with us? Beer giant Anheuser-Busch says it quickly sold out of its latest beer for dogs. Bush Dog Brew is bone broth made from pork, corn, celery, mint, turmeric, and ginger. It contains no alcohol. The company says that the dog brew, which also offered sale that offered a sale online sold out for traditional cans and is a way to provide dogs with nutritious snacks that helps promote healthy digestive systems and a way for dogs who struggle to eat solid foods to get their nutrients because rover doesn't (laughs) because rover doesn't pass gas enough already what the hell duh bringing you information you never knew you cared about rated r safety show
Oh, my Lord. Here we go. Let's talk some more about some other things going on round and about. So I'm sure you, if you are a aficionado of the NFL, you probably had some joy yesterday with some of the games taking place. So let's go ahead and give you some scores on there because we haven't done that before. So let's talk about that. Final scores for Sunday NFL games. So here we go. New York Jets beat Buffalo 7. No, hold on. I lied. New York Jets and Buffalo 17 to 27. Green Bay and Minnesota, 43 to 34. Philadelphia and Washington, 17 to 27. Indianapolis versus Jacksonville, 20 to 27. Seattle versus Atlanta, 38 to 25. Chicago versus Detroit, 27 to 23. Miami versus New England, 11 to 21. Las Vegas versus Carolina, 34 to 30. Cleveland versus Baltimore, 6 to 38. L.A. Chargers versus Cincinnati, 16-13. to 13. Tampa Bay versus New Orleans, 23-34. to 34. Arizona versus San Francisco, 24-20. to 20. Dallas versus Los Angeles, 17-20. to 20. Anyways, the next time that I get this stuff, probably let's put the winning score and the winning team first. What do you think there? Opposed to me reading this all ass backwards, you know, because that sounded kind of weird. That's for sure. So here you go. Here's the did you know section. A team of scientists hunting extraterrestrial civilization just scanned about 10 million stars and came back with nothing. Scientists at the Australian Curtin University and Cyrus Researchers Organization scanned a vast region of space with an array of 4,096 antennas in hopes that they might pick up a radio transmission of an alien society. Although this doesn't rule out the possibility of an extra, of extraterrestrial life, it does mean it's either elsewhere or it doesn't have the technology that resembles ours. So do you think that it would have more advanced technology based on some of the stuff that we've seen according to the news? I don't know. Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind was a documentary that I watched over the weekend. Pretty interesting stuff there. Now, I have to tell you, if you do go looking for this one, this was actually put out by Dr. Greer, just so you know. Um, it's different. So I want you to be ready if you do go take a look for that. And they're talking about, you know, aliens and stuff along those lines. But I'm going to tell you, very open-minded for that one. And I always tell people when you go look at this kind of stuff, don't look at the reviews. Like, don't look at the Rotten Tomato reviews because you have to have people that are, like, willing to be like, oh, I believe in this stuff for them to do the review. I just say, look at it for what it is and then kind of move from there. Make your own determination. So hard to say. Duh. On some of this other stuff where people go, no, this is the way it was. And that's that's it. Now, take a look. Take a listen. Take a view. Make a determination from there. Anyways, did you know? I want to talk about this because I don't think we mentioned this. I'm not going to call it main story because it's really just kind of a brief thing. But did you know that this week is National Truck Driver Appreciation Week? Like, did you know that? Like, all these people that are going out there and helping making sure that we get all this stuff delivered and all that kind of fun stuff. This is a week for them and showing their appreciation. So if you do get a chance, I would probably make sure that you do that today. I think that could be important. Just a thought. Just a thought about that for sure. Anyways, let me kind of give you some stuff going on. 
I mean, and I have to mention that I talk about this because I love the transportation industry. I really do. And I don't say that jokingly. I have been involved with it in one way, shape, or form for many, many, many years. And I really love what vehicle operators go out there and do. It is such, it's one of those career paths or jobs, however you want to look at it, that is not the most glamorous thing. But if you realize what all has to go into it, you'd be amazed on what some of these people get to do, you know, to make sure that you get an end-to-end product. That's for sure. Anyways, let's talk about some, let's see, let's some fun stuff. Let's talk about some whack vacs. Did you know the kids that got slimed on Nickelodeon's You Can't Do That on Television were paid an extra $150 for their troubles? That was a lot of money back then. Approximately 25% of people will sneeze when exposed to bright light. According to a study, colds and flus take bigger toll on women than men. Both optimists and pessimists brace for the worst when awaiting potential bad news. Workaholics generally get less work done because they take too much work. They take on too much at work and tend to be disorganized. Researchers discover that chimpanzees perceive butts the same way that humans perceive faces. There you go. There's some useless knowledge for you for the day. Something to think about as we talk about it. Let's talk about some other things real quick. This was the first weekend the NFL season is in the books now. I've had a good feeling about this. My team, too. They didn't have a single player who was stabbed, shot, or impregnated during the offseason. Terrible stuff there. Terrible stuff. Anyways, let's jump around a little bit and let's talk about some of the days of the year. Matter of fact, before we get into the days of the year that you can celebrate, let's talk about things that happened back on this day. Back in 2000 and let's do one. A historical national prayer service was held in Washington National Cathedral for the victims of September 11th attacks on this day. A similar service was held in Canada at the Parliament Hill, the largest vigil ever held at the national capital. Back in 2018, Hurricane Florence makes landfall in North Carolina. The storm hit the coast as a Category 1, but could weaken weaken and slowly moved inland. It was the first major hurricane of 2018 in the Atlantic area. Let's talk about some of the birthdays that you can celebrate today if you're interested in doing so. Ashley Roberts, pop singer, turns 39. Andrew Lincoln, TV actor, turns 47. Naz turns 47. He's a rapper. Sam Neill, movie actor, Jurassic Park, turned 73. So there you go. A couple of interesting things there. And let's jump around, jump around, jump around. Let me give you some. Let me see. Let me give you some. What do you want? Let me give you some some crap, some some slices of BS, some slices of BS. Uh, mathematics say that you have better odds of winning an Oscar than what you do of winning the lottery. Unless you're Pete Davidson, in which cat case, keep playing the lottery. Donald Trump was was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. It's the only thing. Ah, I think we said that one already. Eh, we already said that one. A very rare earthquake shook New Jersey at 2 a.m. on Wednesday. We, these are repeats, man. These are repeats. Somebody give me something new. That's old shit, man. Old stuff. Anyways, let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today if you're interested in doing so. Because there's always tons of those tons of those that we can talk about so let's go from the top boston marathon day eat a hoagie day gobstopper day i'm on top of it day national coloring day national cream filled donut day 
National Boss Employee Exchange Day, National Creative Day, National Support Latino Business Day, and National Quiet Day. I guess I didn't participate on that last one. That's for sure. Yeah, that when the aliens when the aliens came and got you, didn't you get the probe? Uh multiple. <laughs> <laughs> the first two didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> they never do, really. They never do. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned that because above me is full tinfoil. So yeah, no, I well, I could tell by the tinfoil hat. Yeah. If you can wear a tinfoil hat, you're going to have a tinfoil ceiling. I mean, that's right. <laughs> a job worth doing halfway is not worth doing. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so just for you to know, tomorrow, matter of fact, I'm, I'm a day ahead. I'm a day ahead. On Wednesday, 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 we will be having two new shows drop onto Safety FM, the podcast network. That is the practice of learning teams with Brett, Brent. I can't even speak anymore. Brent Robinson, Brent, Brent Sutton, and Glennis McCarthy. That will be readily available. And they're talking about learning teams and the practice of learning teams. Give you kind of some breakdowns. Right now, if you go looking for the podcast, the principles of learning teams is readily available. So I'd probably recommend strongly taking a listen to that before we actually get into the episodes, which on episode Uno, They'll have Todd Conklin on there, so I would say be ready and take a listen to that one. Also, another podcast coming out that day. A lot of people have been talking about it already behind the scenes, and there was a mention a few weeks ago who the host is. The Safety Struggle will become available on Wednesday the 16th as well, and that is actually hosted by Dr. Linda Martin, and she'll be talking about the different things going on in the world of safety. And how the struggle is real out there. The other funny part is that she's been doing something called safety on the fly. Safety on the fly. So if you haven't seen that, I would say jump onto LinkedIn and take a look at what she has going on there. It's definitely a different approach on how you do safety on how she's doing that. Pretty select concept. So take a listen if you do get a chance. Anyways, let me tell you about some of my friends at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. That is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you call the number 1-800-273-TALK, that is 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. There are a group of people that are readily available with any questions that you might have related to suicide or if you're going through any kind of emotional distress. They're available 24-7. If you don't want to give them a call, you can always send them a message by just going to suicidepreventionlifeline.org. That's suicidepreventionlifeline.org. The other aspect, missingkids.org, is something else that we like to talk about quite frequently here. So if you go to missingkids.org, they have information readily available on kids that are being exploited or trafficked. So there you go. Go there to that particular website to find out what happens post Amber Alert. 
And if you want to be able to assist them right now, they're trying to get any assistance they can. Unfortunately, they can only accept financial assistance right now because of the pandemic. So if you're able to do so, please go to missingkids.org for their assistance. Now, people always ask me, Jay, what can we do to help out the radio station? I'm going to tell you what I tell everybody. Listen, that's what you can do to help out. Also, we have several affiliates to come and hang out and do some things with us. So if you want to, instead of me sitting here and going, we have this affiliate, that affiliate, you can just go to safetyfm.com and click on the link that says affiliates. There you go. And I'll tell you, there's all kinds of different ones there. The probably the most easiest one to use is Amazon. Go to Amazon, just click on their link, and anything that you buy on Amazon, it will help support the show. It's kind of the way that it works, and they won't charge you anything extra, and they kind of give a a little reference to us. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM, and that is the listener. I know who you are. You know who I am. I'll be back tomorrow with another episode of the Rated R Safety Show. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.